0: what's up everybody this is carmine davis and you are listening to the carmine davis show what the fuck is up bitches what is up Chad? i hope y'all at work because kim said y'all don't want to go back to work y'all are very motherfucking lazy and (laughs) um y'all don't want to work no more so, she wasn't talking to me because. <laughs> Let me hop right into because I'm hot. I'm hot. I am hot by that. But I'm not gonna hop into it right now. Let's get. Let's not skip the pleasantries. I got a little time today. Everything has been great. Uh, Gucci all that. Um, I just can't get over these last couple of days um we're you know Ukraine and you know Russia are at war we don't have time for this all this tomfoolery I feel like every week the Kardashians are saying and doing something stupid the league of extraordinarily disappointing gentlemen are being disappointing um are disappointing us um uh, And Nick Cannon is doing something some goddamn where. Is he in the League of extraordinarily Disappointing Gentlemen? I don't think he's there yet. But anyway, all that going on, and I'm here to report it, all right? So before we get into it, before we get into the show, make sure you guys follow, subscribe, rate, and review uh, this podcast. I don't do it for my what? I don't do it for my motherfucking health, all right? Just go ahead tap in with me you're listening you're a part of the family go ahead and make it official let's make it official we ain't good whatever Lil Mo be talking about but go ahead and smash that follow button before we hop into anything all right um let's get into the first hot topic let's get into it because you didn't come to play and bitch you know <laughs> I don't gotta say in this motherfucker a playstation an xbox I do not play okay um This first hot topic comes from lovebescott.com. Chris Brown shares alleged texts and voice messages from rape accusers threatens lawsuit. Now, if you haven't been paying attention, it's getting bad over there at Camp Brown again, all right? Uh, Chris Brown is trying to clear his name in light of sexual assault allegations and has shared communications purportedly with his accuser on social media. Uh, The singer was hit with a lawsuit back in January. The plaintiff, identified as Jane Doe in the suit, said the assault took place on a yacht at Diddy's Star Island home. Brown previously denied the accusations, and now he shared sexually explicit messages he claims are from the same woman, supposedly sent after the date she alleges she was raped. Missing you, one of the purported messages reads, alongside a censored nude knife, a nude selfie, uh, you were. How did I get a nude knife, bitch? Okay, it was. <laughs> the message came alongside a censored nude selfie. Um, you were honestly the best. Um, I've had. Lol. I just want it again. Why are you playing with me? Lol. According to Radar Online, unverified messages also indicate Brown asked the woman to get the Plan B pill, which she corroborated in her lawsuit. Brown appeared to ghost the unnamed person who he claims attempted to get in touch numerous times after the alleged assault. She sent a voice note and everything, child. Oh, um, in a clip he shared on his Instagram stories, um, an acquaintance of Brown played a series of voice messages he alleged came from the woman in which she asked why Brown was giving her mixed signals. She expressed desire to have sex with him again in the purported voice messages too. No more dragging me through the mud, wrote Brown. Clearly you can all see the question now. Now, clearly you all can see uh, the question, whatever he's saying. Now let's see if the media will keep that same energy they had trying to destroy me to run the real story. Me and my team are taking legal action on this situation, you don't play with people' lives like that. Thanks, Team Breezy. Uh, per TMZ, the accuser's lawyer Ariel Mitchell confirmed her client sent these texts and voice messaging. Mitchell said she was she is withdrawing from the case because she was not told about the messages prior to agreeing to represent her. Nick Cannon voiced his support for Brown. Oh God, Brown! In a tweet, praying for my brother Chris Brown, the talk show host wrote. He needs to be praying for his motherfucking ass all right his own shit okay you niggas okay so we already side note to ask answer the question that we had earlier is he in the league he's definitely been drafted to the league all right uh top draft all right last month the miami beach police department launched an investigation into two separate battery accusations made against brown one of which is related to the same reported incident in the lawsuit The other woman claims she met with the singer in a hotel suit just days after the other incident, alleging she blacked out after he forced a powdery substance into her mouth. The unidentified woman who sued Chris Brown with claims he drugged and raped her on Diddy's Miami Beach-based yacht has lost her legal representation after police uncovered text messages that complicate her case. Um, Sources confirming to Rolling Stone. All right, click that description to see all that tea. I mean, click the link in the description to see all that um, tea uh, and, and living color. You can see all the receipts. There's video. You can actually hear the voice notes. Um,
1: ciao. Okay, so let me take a sip because uh, I need patrol for this. Okay, like, because, like, all
0: right, boom, bam, I'm going to say it. All right, Chris Brown, boom, bam, surviving Chris Brown. It's a thing. I Like, why are we acting as though Chris Brown is not one of the most violent motherfuckers who clearly has had a history of... Destroying women and hating them and treating them poorly. So, and getting away with it for the most part. Uh, He has his shit together. I do feel like the text messages do make things a little bit complicated. Um, But text messages to me don't make... This is how I know she probably had. I don't know Ariel Martin like
1: that or whatever the lady's name is. What's her name? What's the attorney's name, Ariel?
0: Uh, whatever her name is, Miss Ariel must not have been that great of an, a representative because if you can't get past these little text messages to prove a case, you know what I'm saying? Like, and she she pulled out like, girl, fuck her, find somebody else because, I. I believe that. Like, I believe Chris. Just, I mean, I believe these women. Um, mostly because I know how thirsty these chicks are. He probably did rape them, but they're thirsty. They, they want attention. They are um, broken women. The same type of women that were in these R. Kelly cases. But it's different now because Chris Brown is very powerful. He's still very prominent. So it's still threatening like it's still a touchy situation because chris brown still has armor he still has a mass full of resources to protect himself and this was just a warning shot posting all of it using team breezy and apparently fucking nick cannon to defend his situation
1: um that doesn't mean that he didn't do it it means that she texts him the next day That
0: doesn't mean that he wasn't forceful towards her. Now, the same thing, like, if you want to take it back, there's a lot of things in the R. Kelly trial where these women have come back or refused to call or have dated R. Kelly multiple times after he's done something strange. But they still got their just due. They still continued in the court case and got evidence, teamed together, and took this motherfucker down. So that don't prove anything except that this we're dealing with another group of broken bitches. I hate to be that frank, but that's what they are broken bitches. He raped her that night. He did not text her back after she was like, Why are you doing this to me? I, I mean, think about it. Like, you have nothing to lose. Chris Brown raped you the night before, but Chris Brown raped you the night before. Maybe the night earlier, she didn't have enough to cement her case. So she was going to go back and try to hit him again. And this time, you know. She was going to bring, what is it, uh, the condom and tie that motherfucker up before he can throw some hot sauce in it. You know, like, who knows? But that doesn't mean that her case should be thrown out because Chris Brown uploaded some motherfucking tweets that she said, hey, big head, after she was raped. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it takes a while to assess the situation, even your own situation. Like, when someone was violent towards you or you, like... Especially when you... These are some dodo head bitches. Like, I've seen them on interviews talking about their rendezvous with these niggas and how they've been... got. You know, made... How they made Odell... I mean, they eating Odell Beckham's dirty ass. You know what I mean? Like, they do a lot of crazy shit for these niggas' attention. Like, that doesn't mean that these people should not be held accountable because these bitches are dodo heads. Does that make any sense? Like, because you, you still did the, you did the time to, that's like me going to rob a hole in a wall, uh, shell station that has no security and being upset because they called the police. Like, oh, fuck that. They can't prove it. You know what I mean? Like there's no video footage. Like that means I still shouldn't have the police. There shouldn't be any investigation done on me. There's a lot of different ways to prove that I did it. And there's still a lot of different ways to prove that Chris still could have done this. Because he's done it multiple times, to- or allegedly has done this multiple times. And everybody ain't lying on this motherfucker.
1: I got my eye on you, Miss Brown. I I feel like Arthur Kelly could go to a prison
0: 30 years after he's been alleged. Bitch, we're gonna see Chris. And I'm not defending. I don't defend R. Kelly at all. I don't. I don't. I, I talk about this frequently. I just feel like R. Kelly did. The reason why R. Kelly did get finally get caught up was because he was he lacked money. He lacked resources to protect himself. Um, there's a lot of men out there who do do this. There's a lot of men, unfortunately. Trey Songs is allegedly in a pickle about him raping and, and Kiki Palmer told y'all live on Wendy Williams how he forced her to come out the motherfucking closet and and she made him feel uncomfortable. I mean, he made her feel uncomfortable. Like, these motherfuckers need to be stopped, but they need to be stopped all collectively. Stop nitpicking who we decide to turn the other cheek to or when to turn the other cheek. When these women speak up, let's go ahead and clear these motherfuckers up. Like, let's clear... Let's clear the air. Let's do our rape kits. Let's do our investigations. Get our CSI and our FBI on. Like, stop. Like, or don't do nothing at all. Like, that's how I feel about the shit. Like, stop trying to make it like Chris Brown. Stop letting him weasel. These niggas weasel out of every motherfucking thing because they're popular and they're hot right now. Or because they are powerful. That's how they keep getting away with it until we look up and 30 years later, Chris Brown is looking crazy, talking about how they're, he got 40 different fucking cases against him and he going to do life in prison. When we have decades carried him
1: through and supported him and now doing the same, like, do you know what I'm saying? I think that's crazy. Like, we're a part of the problem and we won't admit that.
0: But let's move on. Okay, so to the big hot topic. Well, we have four big hot topics this week I want to touch on. I want to touch on that Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden documentary before I completely forget it ever happened. But before that, let's talk about this Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Her calling us back to work, honey. Um, you bitches better get to work. Y'all don't want to work no more. Okay, so this is from lovebiscuit.com. Fans rip Kourtney Kardashian for agreeing with Kim's stance about work. Um, Kim Kardashian knows a thing or two about work. Kourtney Kardashian is being mocked online for being for agreeing with Kim Kardashian's comments about no about no one wanting to work. Get your fucking ass up and work. It seems like nobody wants to work these days. Kim said in a video interview with Variety. To which Courtney oddly interrupted, "That's so true." Um, the response from the Pooch founder of all people hit social media immediately, as fans all too clearly remember the Courtney was the sibling who wanted to stop working. Given the family's presence on TV, there is obviously proof of her less than motivated attitude. "Work is not important to me," Courtney said in a 2018 episode of the E reality series. In another episode, Kim claimed Courtney doesn't care about stuff, to which she later snapped. But also, if I didn't want to work my ass off and I wanted to be a stay at home mom, that's fucking fine. And in a yet another episode, Kim and Khloe Kardashian called out Courtney for being lazy. I think we're just a bit, a little bit frustrated that you never show up to do work, Kim said. Now fans are reminding Courtney of her previous stance. Not Courtney saying that's so true. Quipped a Twitter user, Courtney goes, no, on more vacations in a three-month period than most people, including myself, go on an entire lifetime. Not Courtney speaking, that's so true, girl. What do you do? Tweeted another, Kim do be working, but is Courtney co-signing? The one of them who famously stood on the I don't want to work, I just want to be fabulous and famous soapbox and literally cried about it, recalled another fam. Did Courtney miss season 18 of Keeping Up With The Kardashians? Like, the girlie says she didn't want to work. Another fan freaked out. Courtney hasn't responded to the flack, but this that also might be because it would require some effort. <laughs> Check out some of the reactions um, of, of the tweet, I mean, of Kim's um, comments in the description. All this is bullshit. like girl like okay so real quick let me chop them up um i want i want one thing to be to be understood about the bitches that i run with and who i hang out with and what i know to be true all my girlies work we have worked i think i took the most time off during the pandemic than any of my friends and i didn't take my time off i produced the fucking podcast um, and began the and in, in the workings of a musical project. So I didn't even take the time off either. Like I, I work. Me and my girls work. Um, what Kim and them do, I guess, can be care like classified as work. But let's be real. Like Kim does not know. Like. Taking her word for what's going on in the real world is crazy to me because she lives in a whole different world.
1: Kim has no idea. and We need to stop pretending and stop taking her seriously. You know, like, we've
0: got to be honest about the situation. Kim is talking about people. She's tired of sitting waiting at Starbucks for her coffee because they're understaffed. Is what she's referring to. People don't want to fucking work anymore. She's talking about how long it's taken her to get her order for to go at crustaceans because nobody wants to work anymore. She's talking about how nobody can come and pay get paid eight dollars an hour to organize her fucking million dollars like million pairs of shoes at her house. That's what she means by nobody wants to work anymore. She's not talking about the girlies who are actually out here working. Most people are actually working. They're just doing jobs for themselves. Taking care of things for them. Passion projects that this bitch gets to do because she has been allowed to because she was raised rich. Kim Kardashian was raised rich, wealthy. Money in the bank. Bills paid. Kim Kardashian has no idea what it's like to work at a job and give your all working 40 hours a week and still not being able to afford your living situation, to be able to come home and live with four different people and all of y'all are in the red. Kim has no idea what that's like to work for someone else who don't even look at you who doesn't even look at you doesn't even acknowledge you doesn't even treat you with the proper respect and will replace you the moment you call out twice because your daughter is fucking sick or you're you broke your fucking ankle like Kim has no idea what the real life working situation is for 98 percent of the world so she should shut the fuck up Kim Kardashian has no room to talk. She should have definitely given a disclaimer. Now, I know I'm a millionaire, but people don't want to work anymore. And that would have been it. Instead of some Republican uh, uh, propaganda, it felt very much like she got paid to say some shit like that, like, bitches get back to work. Like, where the fuck do you get off? How do you know? Who do you know
1: that's not rich? Who do you know that's not rich? Who do you know that is not rich, Kim Kardashian?
0: Because you woke up one day and wanted to start a passion project and you got tired of sitting around looking crazy and eating donuts and going shopping every day and spending Paris Hilton and
1: Brandy's. Girl, you you used to steal money from Brandy. You used to organize Kim Kardashian's closet, I mean Paris Hilton's closet, for a living
0: and got paid well for it. You don't know what it's like to work at fucking Old Navy folding shirts for $8 a motherfucking hour, 30 hours a week, bitch. You don't know what it's like to work in a cubicle where you could just fucking die every damn day. So, no... People don't want to work anymore. They don't have pa- passion projects to work on or billion-dollar fragrance brands to get up every day and and uh spearhead. Like they don't have that. So no, most people do wake up every day and don't want to fucking work. Now, let me let me make this clear. I do believe that people need to get back to work but I do believe the working structure needs to work for the people. I don't think anybody should be going back to a job where they were making less than $15 an hour at all. If you were in that boat, which a majority of people are and were and still are in, that is not a livable wage less than $20 an hour. You are not. Okay. Let's understand that as working class people, like me, peop, the people listening to this podcast, you know, no, y- you understand that you go to work when it's convenient for you, when it's, it's worth your time. Um, going to wash Kim Kardashian's fucking draws at the local cleaners, and because it's inconveniencing her, she can't get her bomb and fucking tacky ass bomb and catsuit washed in a timely manner has nothing to do with you getting what you need to survive and work the wages and get the wages that you should be having to live a life that is, could be somewhat adjacent to the Kardashians' lifestyle that they want us to acquire. You should be able to go fucking eat, bitch. And if you don't have a job that has that for you, then yeah, you should sit your motherfucking ass down. Don't listen to Kim Kardashian and her bullshit. And damn sure don't listen to Kourtney Kardashian sitting around there looking like fucking um uh, uh, uh whatever the fuck she looks like,
1: like talking about how she doesn't want to push. Like, girl, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all haven't had to work for nothing. Niggas pay for everything that y'all have. You bitches' money came from niggas. These niggas that y'all tell them, go back, tell them to go back to work so your life could be better.
0: You know, and, and it's, it's the motivation for me. Like, you're not, she's not crying out. Realign, get your resumes together and go out and, 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 and fight for a higher wage for yourself. Don't settle for bullshit jobs and go out there and work for a job that you want. Realign, reassess. And that's what most people are doing. Figuring out, they get this opportunity to figure out what they can do, what they want to do. So they don't want to wake up every
1: morning and kill their fucking selves. All because Kim Kardashian thinks we need to get back to fucking work. It's real out here. Like, people are at a crossroads to live their
0: lives so they can chase their passions, Kim. That they can be happy and make a legacy for themselves that they can pass down to their motherfucking kids, bitch. Just how you had that time when you were a kid and you were planning Paris Hill in the Closet, you know, uh, for thousands of dollars. That wasn't people's first jobs. Bitches are working at Burger King, bitch. Getting shit snatched from their hands. People talking shit to you because you can't help the motherfucking ice cream machine is down and ain't no motherfucking more cookies,
1: bitch. Find another job. Then what the fuck are you gonna do? Are you hiring Kim? Immediately,
0: this bitch should have posted KimKardashian.com slash jobs, bitch. What are you doing? And you better not have a motherfucking in there uh, fucking organizing Q-tips for less than $25, bitch. An hour. With a good, a good, good, good insurance policy. That's ridiculous to me. Like, that was some crazy shit that she said and I can't believe they sat there and let that bitch say that shit. She thought she was literally giving a power push, girl. Like, she thought she was going to jolt the world. Like... That's what I'm saying. Like, we've literally let this bitch go too goddamn far.
1: Bitch, we wanna we want your skims. We don't want your mouth. We want to have a body like you. Bitch, where is your surgeon?
0: Who is your surgeon? Are they working deals? When are they gonna drop some motherfucking deals? Like. We don't want you to tell us to get back to fucking work, bitch. If you worked a job that was somewhat adjacent to the average American's job description for more than four hours with the wage that these average Americans are living, like, making, you would scream at the top of your fucking lungs with no help, raising all them fucking kids,
1: making $18 an hour. Fuck you. That was crazy. That
0: was crazy. Anyway, so before we go on, um, we did a Twitter poll last week asking everybody how are they feeling about the Essence Music Festival now that Janet Jackson and Nicki Minaj are uh, confirmed headliners. And 80% of everyone said we are in there, okay? um, Nobody care about COVID no more. And that's, that's what's up. I mean, that's what's up. We in there. I'm going to go. I'll be outside. We were inside. Now we're outside. Okay. So, but this week's Twitter poll is going to be about the Kardashians. Do y'all think that Kim was out of line or do you feel like she made some points? Go to twitter.com slash Carmine Davis to tap in with us. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Instagram.com slash Carmine Davis. Follow us on all the socials. Tap in with us, interact with us. Let us know what you're thinking about the show and what you want to see um, from the live shows. We want to hear what you guys want to see. What do you want to see visually? What are you thinking? What is the show going to be like? You never know. I always got to trick up my sleeve. That was a Nicki Minaj reference. Um, But uh, speaking of Nicki Minaj, let's move on to the next hot topic. Side note, Stacey Abrams, qualified to run for governor in 2022 election. That's what's up. But y'all know what I want to talk about. Y'all know what I want to talk about. That Nicki Minaj and Joe Budden interview
1: and her comments. Now, now lately, okay, lately I've noticed that Nicki has been in a very uplifting
0: um, mood, you know, where she was uplifting Britney Spears in her comments telling her to put her crown back on you know this bitch has been mum about the free Britney movement and everything now you know which you know I'm not mad at you know I mean now she's got the time you know eyes are on her you know whatever um she's ready to start talking so this is from lovebescott.com um Nicki Minaj sits down with Joe Budden for an in-depth conversation and let's talk about it okay um You and I sat down for a one-on-one interview with Joe Budden. Uh, Minaj and Budden got right into it during their discussion with the pair first, talking about their BET Cypher together back in 2009. They also touched on other topics like Minaj getting plastic surgery and how she became the blueprint for many rappers today. I would never see any female rapper wearing pink hair. She said pink hair became a part of that starter kit. Every female rapper would put on a pink wig at some point. And I remember that was just the Nicki Minaj thing. Um, that's why when I said pink with thick ass, that's an iconic Nicki Minaj line because that's what she was wears. Uh, Minaj also immediately discussed how rap music is viewed today. In my opinion, rap is the only culture that from the beginning of time has been vilified. From the very beginning, we have been treated like the bad guy. We're held to a different level of judgment. Elsewhere, she touched on a, ov- on oversights in her career and in those of the women rappers who became who came before her. The same way I feel I should have already been on the cover of American Vogue, so shit Lil' Kim. During her interview, um, on during uh, Her and Buttons Live on Tuesday, they addressed men degrading black women and feeling empowered to make negative comments about women's appearances. When spoke of someone who she called the podcast clown, who has been demeaning black women, she went on to reinforce that she loves and supports black men and that the media should spread more positivity. Elsewhere during the IG Live, the Queens native shared more about her new partnership with Amazon which will be hosting her Queen Radio on the new Amp app. I am very excited to be partners with Amazon on bringing back Black Queen, back Queen, <laughs> bringing back Queen Radio. She said, "Queen Radio is something that is so dear to my heart." Of course, there has been times where I've thought about not wanting to do Queen Radio or any radio for that matters, but why not? Um, click the link in the description if you have not seen the video. I want to touch on some things about this interview really, really quickly. Because I'm sure you've heard everything that you need to hear about it, Um, but I'm going to tell you on my viewpoint of the things that I felt like the queen was saying. Now, I want to start by saying, as we all know, uh, famously through through this show, if you have been a day one listener or if you've just been listening the last couple of like season, you know, like if you just came in on season two, I am a Nicki Minaj fan. I am a new form Barb. I am never gonna argue with a bitch, a stranger on the street about Nicki Minaj ever. I think the only artist in the world that I think I would take a bullet for and lay on the ground is Carmine Davis. No, <laughs> but no, like, but there are artists up there like Mariah Carey, Britney Spears, um, Luke him, that I will, I will speak up about because I'm very. Fluent in them, and I understand them. But I don't know none of these bitches, okay? Let's get that understood. I They have inspired me, Mary J. Blige. They have inspired me to be a better person. They have inspired me, uh, Janet Jackson, to be who <laughs> I am on the inside. Michael Jackson, Luther Vandross, Prince. Um, uh, there are artists out there who have made me who I am. So I will, I'm passionate about them but I would never get into any heated discussion talking about them. I think the only people who I've ever gotten to a heated discussion about was Beyonce. And that's because Beyonce's fans are revisionist historians and delusional, but I am also a fan of Beyonce. And that being said is that I'm going to be honest about these particular artists and what they do. And Nicki Minaj, I'm going to be honest about, All of this. All right. So so let's start from the top. She says that the pink wig, thick ass line. (sighs)
1: She says she would never see any female rapper wearing pink hair. As if, okay. Missy Elliott, Lil Kim, and Eve never had pink hair. Now I know Foxy Brown didn't rock pink hair. I know the. I don't understand why she, why she does not. Why won't she? She chooses her words weirdly, like as if. I, I feel like Nikki sometimes forgets that there was a whole era before her. Um, Missy Elliott. Okay, I'm I'm googling it, so let's scratch her
0: out. Missy Elliott did not have pink hair back then. Growing up, so I'll give her that. I do She be like burgundy. It wasn't pink. It's like a burgundy color. Um, but Kim did. So, to say that you never heard any female rappers or never seen female rappers with pink hair is
1: is kind of the same thing because you didn't get it out of nowhere. You didn't. Like, that's strange. Um, That's something
0: that's always just kind of gave me the heebie-jeebies about Nikki, is that she tries to somehow forget that Kim was there but then at the same time turns around and gives her her flowers in quotes um and I'm happy that she did it we did a show a couple of weeks ago right where I said I felt like the Kim and Nikki beef should end like and it should it's it's tired it's it's over and I felt like it would be on Kim I've said I mean on Nikki to get this I have said time and time again that I do feel like the closer that Nicki gets, the longer that Nicki is in that queen's um, throne, because she is the queen of rap right now. Like, she is. she's the queen of rap. Um, she did it longer, harder than any bitch that was before her. But there were a lot of bitches that were before her that were doing it and did it with no inspiration, with no uh, pillars, no nothing. And she tries to pretend like
1: they're not there. So, but anyway, um, to turn around and kind of be like, yeah, um, she feels like the same way I feel. I should have
0: already been on the cover of American Vogue. So should Lil Kim. Um, she says, goes on to, for It's the it's the long quote that kind of. Her full quote that kind of made me go, "Huh." She says that because her and Kim are the only some female rappers whose legacy that whose influence that they can see day in and day out is the reason why they should be on the cover of Vogue, and that Kim should have respect, get her res- her just due, basically that because every day that Kim wakes up and the same as Nikki, they both go through their whole day and see people basically imitating them or see their influence every single day. Um that's a almost a very sweet statement to make, uh Nikki. But I think that you mean um Kim should be on the cover of Vogue every day she wakes up and she sees her influence. I am that reflection of her influence. I feel like there's still very much pride there. I feel like if you can't be honest and just say, yeah, um, you know, she," I should be on the cover of Vogue, you can still get the cover of Vogue. Like, nobody's knocking that you should not be on the cover of Vogue because in the last 10, 20 years, you know, 10 years, you have been that to us how Kim was to my mom or my aunts and all that, even to me. Like, I listened to Kim growing up, like, heavy when I wasn't supposed to. But she's an inspiration to me. But you were that for us, our generation. But you were that because Kim was that first. So to put y'all together is strange. And it's kind of like telling about where you are, your headspace is. And I don't feel like you're ready, but I think we are closer to becoming grown adults and being truly bad bitches who can forgive and forget and love each other and give each other all of our full accolades. So I'm going to applaud that. I'm going to take it cuz I feel like that's what she basically is trying to say, take it. Even when they were d- discussing the verses, like Nikki was I mean Nikki was talking about Joe. Joe brought up the fact that she felt like there was only two people that sh- Nikki would do a versus with I don't want to mince the words so I'm going to drop the clip here uh hopefully it won't go dead on us and they grab
1: it off but here's a clip So I heard the chuckle, but I do believe, (laughs) I hear the mumbling. I hear the cackling,
0: Nikki. I do think that it's just, it's honestly, what's going on with Nikki and Kim is inevitable. Nikki will never enjoy her success and she will never be the queen until she makes it right
1: with the queen. And Kim will never get out of the career rut that she
0: has. She'll only go to a certain level because she doesn't have respect for the reigning queen, or has respect. There's always there's there's chaos in the kingdom, the kingdom. Listen to the old shows, hardcore. Um, we just did one recently. I forgot what it's called. Go back and listen to my old shit if you want the old convo listen to my old pods all right um we're gonna move on to our final fourth and final because i wanted to get all this shit out the way this is from loveyscott.com exclusive nick cannon staff found out about cancellation online won't finish out the season child nick cannon's daytime talk show has been canceled after just six months on air as news of the cancellation is making headlines, sources exclusively tell LoveBScott.com that the Nick Cannon show staff was blindsided by the news. Not only did they find out about the show's cancellation online, but they also learned they won't have the opportunity to finish the season. The show is ending abruptly. abruptly. According to our source, the poor Nick staff, they found out today, it's being canceled, and they won't get to finish the season. Today is their last tape day. Deadmar Mercury clearly doesn't want to waste any more money. Maybe they'll have to, some room for Nick Cannon show staff over at Sherry. <laughs> As loveyscott.com exclusively reported last month, the Wendy Williams show is closing to coming to an end, end in June and will be replaced with Sherry Shepherd's new show, Sherry, this fall. Man, they are not playing over there. They're cutting it. They can give me that motherfucking show because I'm going to turn it out. Wouldn't y'all like to see me on daytime TV? But I guess y'all have to see me and what I can bring to y'all in a visual setting, I guess, which this is the last, this is the episode before last that we go in and we finish this season. Season two is a wrap, basically. Um, And then we come back in a visual format. We will supply the audio and the visual format. And y'all get to see me and live in color. And live in color. And will um, be one more step to me replacing Nick Cannon, I guess. And I'm not going to come up to you with that horrible ass, you know, I'm skinny, you know, love on me bullshit that he pulled on the show. Like, I knew that that was a, I was a dub. Like, don't I want to hear Nick Cannon and his eight kids with seven different baby mamas? Y'all want to hear a bad bitch every morning. And I will do it. The Carmine Davis show coming too. (laughs) The Carmine Davis show is coming, honey. Manifested. But that's the show. It's a wrap. I gotta go eat something. I'm starving like Marvin. I love y'all. I'll holler at y'all later, all right? One more show. And we moving on up. (laughs) I'll see y'all next week. Bye. Thank you.